All right, hockey fans, listen up because we've got something special cooked up for playoff season. It's called the Daily Faceoff Playoff Parlay Challenge, and it's going to add some serious spice to your playoff experience. Now, here's the deal every playoff game, you're going to be faced with a handful of questions. It's like your own personal playoff puzzle, and it's free to join. And there are prizes because who doesn't love winning stuff? Daily winners, you're getting hooked up with gift cards. Treat yourself to some nation gear or maybe even your favorite jersey. And for the big dogs, the people who can win an entire round, it's straight, cold, hard cash. We're talking about real dough for your hockey knowledge. So lace up those skates, stretch those thumbs, and get ready to show off your hockey IQ in the daily face-off playoff parlay challenge. Sign up today and play every game day at games.dailyfaceoff.com and prove your puck prowess. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. We are rolling. It is Friday. It is a game day edition of Barnburner here on FlamesNation.ca on the YouTubes. It's Boomer. It's Warner. Jack manning the controls as we get into it. Pinder continuing his California vacation. So he will be back with us next week. Um, lots to get to today. It's a, As I mentioned, it's a game day. Helmets on, everybody. Big game in Toronto. Hall of Fame weekend. As uh, among, among the group, Mike Vernon. Calgary Flame, great. Going to be... Uh, trotted out what was when when you were there for a hall of fame weekend when you were inducted mm-hmm. it was a lot wasn't it yeah. it is a lot you have to have there's so many people that want to be there with you and deserve to be there with you you know rightfully yeah but uh you're bouncing around from party to party and place to place it's it's heavy it's, it's heavy. a lot yeah it's no, and i was i was a lot younger when i did it vernon's kind of old so i don't right. know if he's got the energy to keep up yeah not everybody could be a first ballot guy mm-hmm. not everybody has that kind of a career um now are you you were supposed to were you going to go to toronto were you going to be part of something there or? i was invited to go yeah tomorrow i don't know if i will but yeah it's, it's still a possibility. Now, I need an update. Where are you? You are not in your home studio, and this does not look like your Buffalo Kid Rink Arena. This is the Tim Hortons Iceplex in Rochester, New York. So uh, used to be the Bill Grays. So. Well, I know you were really yesterday looking forward to going to Rochester. You had a couple oh. of options, and that was the one you really wanted. 
I get to be here today, and then I think I get to drive here in the morning and then back to Buffalo just again tomorrow morning. So that's going to a lot of miles, a lot wow. of miles. So how long is that uh, one way? It's an hour. That's it's not too bad. It's not really. Yeah. That's good. The easy drive. Easy drive. Or, the highway, I keep saying, highway yeah. systems down here. Phenomenal. So yeah, so great. Phenomenal. So different than, than up here. They have pavement and stuff down there. Yeah. Lots, a lot of gravel roads. Yeah. Oh, yeah. big fight in the game I'm watching here, too. High stick and rough oh, and holy smack, it's intense. So what age group are we watching here? These would be peewees, 2011s. Nice. They're at it. They are right yeah. at it. Not so quite you, contact. So are you right in the uh, the restaurant area, like the lobby kind of thing? I'm just looking it's over a, your your right a, shoulder. I'm wondering if we could get some some French fries or something. No, Is that the that, canteen that, over that's there? That's not the canteens down the mm. way. It's a big fourplex, so there's lots going on here. Yeah. Those are just advertisements, but I'm not far from the... A lot of booze in the States. Everybody <laughs> Is that right? Them. Here, yeah. <laughs> a lot of booze. Yeah, here it's pierogies, French fries. Yeah, there it's booze at the river. gravy. We get fries and gravy, less beer. Yeah. All right. So, uh, some things to get into. We're gonna have Darren Dreger join us probably about fifteen minutes or so. It's a Flames game day. They're in Toronto to play the the uh, Toronto Maple Leafs. We can tell you this morning. Uh, now, yesterday we were celebrating. We were so pumped that uh, Dustin Wolf had gotten called up. He was going to be on the road trip be on this uh you know for him it's awesome not only am i i'm gonna be in toronto i'm gonna be in montreal ottawa hmm, but uh pretty cool road trip to be on we learned this morning dan vladar will be the starter tonight against the leafs jacob markstrom day to day markstrom did not skate uh, wednesday morning obviously yesterday travel day and is not skating again today so vladar with wolf backing up we're told hey very minor. Don't get too worried. Just just tap, pump the brakes. Don't worry. Very minor, day to day. Do you ever hear other? Well, well, yeah. I mean, if if, if it was bad, they'd probably tell you he's he's hooped. But uh, so I'm not saying go. they're lying. I'm just saying nowadays it's kind of you never yeah. get the full story. So it's very curious now because it is a back-to-back tonight, Toronto, tomorrow, Ottawa. If Vladar performs well, does he stay in? Do we see Wolf regardless? Ottawa lost again last night. They're in a bit of a tailspin. They're not uh, super happy with how they're playing right now. Um, it's, uh, it'd be great to see the kid. He, uh, no, he played last year, last game of the season. He got that uh, game against whatever it was, San Jose. But... You know, now, now we want more. Now we want to see him. We got to see all these other young kids get into the lineup. Let's get this guy in there. Okay. Pit, pitch a right. shutout against the Senators, and now we're uh, really talking. Well, well, that's what I was going to say. What happens if he goes in and just plays his ass off? And oh, yeah. Now, now you're going, uh, how are we sending him back? <laughs> so then it's just, okay, we're trading Tanev and Hannafin and Lindholm and Sonora. And yeah. a goalie. All right. Very busy, Craig. Very, Very busy, busy. So much on the go. Uh, so five o'clock start here, uh, here locally, although they do the, it's the hall of fame game. So they'll have all the whoop de doo before the game. A lot of whoop de doo yeah. A lot of whoop de doo A whoop de doo What you, I can't decide this. Do you tune in for the whoop de doo No, no. It's, it's nice, but you could, you could flip on whatever sports like TSN and see the hand they, here's, uh, you know, Here's Mike Vernon and whoever else is going in, wearing jackets and waving. And, 
dropped in the dock. It's great. Um, so that's coming up. We'll, uh, that's, I think that's basically the, the news making stuff on the flame side. Um, John Klingberg is not going to play for the Leafs tonight. Jake McCabe, the former Sabre is coming oh. back in, but we don't care about the Leafs. If there's one thing we've learned this week, we don't care about Toronto. We don't care about the Leafs. It's all about the Flames, So we won't worry about it. I've never cared about the Leafs. That's just a continuation for me. Because there's a lot of booze in the U.S., and because it's right over my shoulder, we're starting today with Crown Royal. That's how we're starting today. It's a Friday. We're going into the weekend. We're going right to Crown Royal because it's about being generous. If, if you're talking about generosity, chances are you talk about good people. It's good people who are willing to go the extra mile to just do a little bit something extra. They know when help is needed. They know the, the right thing to do. The generous guy. Generosity lives in the small things. It doesn't need money or an audience or even acknowledgement. It just needs a few good people. Crown Royal, crown everything. Our generous, generous guys today are the San Jose Sharks. What a gift. What, what a, a gift. What a gesture they provided all of us last night. Unbelievable. I'd like to say unexpected, but there was, there was that level of must watch where you're like they might do it like the oilers are struggling that bad they could really really give us something and they yeah. did they really i was like like i think a lot of people do i had i had twitter x whatever going on the phone and watching the game just to see people freak it's it's two to one. Oh, oh boy three to one. Oh boy this is gonna be good and then they make it three to two. It's like, oh shit. Then they'll tie it and they'll win it in overtime. And this will be the launching point for them. Fuck. No. Three to two. And uh and then the interviews after and the oh, yeah. despondent death spiral that they, yeah. they clearly are on. They don't yeah. like anything about the game. They don't enjoy each other right now. They want to be anywhere but the rink. It's oh, so good. It's so good. I, again, it's total schadenfreude. Oh, what are the flames doing? Mm, you're, you're not going to get me there. I don't really care. It's, uh, the story is so juicy. It's, uh, again, if, if you're an Oiler fan, I guess this is the worst because you had so, this was going to possibly be the year. This was, you were going to build, you yep. were going to, you were going to spend draft picks to get even better. This was going to be, we're going to win the West. Look out. It's our year. And it sure doesn't look that way. Um, well, I mean, it's looking bleak for playoffs, right? Like, is it mm -hmm. like not I even getting in? They have to go. I, I read this morning, and I'm trusting somebody else's math. They have to go at about a 104 point clip to get to like to get to where you might make it. Might make it. Yeah, to uh, give you know, yourself a maybe chance. Yeah. What are they at? Five points, so they need 90 more still. Nice. They're 13 yeah. game, 12, 13 in? What? Like, mm -hmm. it's yeah. a lot of winning. It's a lot of winning. Do we have what that? What did they, what oh, they finish last year? And they had to go 14 and one to, to get to that. Yeah, they went 14 on that unbelievable stretch and came in there. I don't know. It's, um, they, they, they're broken. Well, and it, it, yeah, that's the article one of the websites says that but 
also the intrigue for me is how deep it gets because okay there's shit in the bed right now which is glorious for those mm. of us that aren't fans what happens when those guys decide you know what f this i'm living in edmonton and i'm not winning Mm-mm. no good no bueno yeah adios i'm out when you have to spend a full winter before winter's really even started yeah and it's like fuck we might be out of the playoffs already and then it gets cold and shitty and, and everyone's pissed off and the jerseys are going on and there's <laughs> what yeah i was you know, wondering it's no good to be on those teams well i was gonna say at the best of times because those are clearly not the best of times but that's a long dreary place to be yeah. for the next four or five months so there it is they lose three to two to san jose not two nine and one so they're 12 games in, five points. And the way they've gotten there, it's not surprising to see the goals against with goaltending and all of that, right? But the, the goals for is stunning to have whatever it was there, 2.6 goals. Yes. And to be near the bottom of the league in offense. And, and a week ago, we were saying that uh, there's AHL teams that could beat San Jose. Yes. And I'm still not convinced that's not true. And the Oilers, Oilers scored two in a must win. <sighs> Something's not good. Something's, Something's going on. Something's not good. It, and it, it, it's not, There's there's got to be more to this story, right? It's not just, oh, we're, they must not like each other. There's no way that's a good dressing room. I mean, we're so far away. We speculate about what the Calgary room is, and we've got kind of tentacles inside that room, and it's hard to even figure out. So it's easy to look and say, oh, well, that Evander Kane. We know what he's done to locker rooms before. We know what he's brought. I, I don't know. Well, if it's him, but something's not right. McDavid has no goals in his last seven games. He and I forget what it is, the, the points combined between he and uh, dry side of the last seven, eight, nine games. It's it's nothing. I think they have to make a coaching change. And I don't think I'm it'll I don't think it'll fix a lot. It might uh you know it depends who's coming in, isn't it? Yeah. I guess if so. If they're going to the guy in Bakersfield or wherever the hell their farm team is, I yeah. don't know that that's the answer again. I don't uh, I think Woodcroft did fine when he was announced the coach. I said, I don't think this is the guy. And I guess it's turning out not to be, but it has to be someone with some, is ganache the right some, word? Some pedigree. You have some to have pedigree? some kind of yeah, you, gravitas when you walk into the room. Yeah. You got to be able to walk in a room and have their attention before you even get there. Yeah. There has to be some level if if not of respect, then yeah, there's got to be okay. Well, this guy's this guy's got some clout. Let's see let's see what he's got. And for Woodcroft, he's over a whatever six six hundred winning percentage coming into the year. I was looking last night. It's, you're, this is the this is the greatest job in the world, man. You're gonna love this thing. You you must be so pumped to be coach of the Oilers. Like how how lucky are you? This is everybody everybody be dreaming to have this job. He must be thinking last night. He's like, no, this is not a dream job. This is uh, hell this is, right now. Well, part of the issue, I guess. Well, I guess we don't know. Like you said, we're not in there. But but if you got a bunch of guys that are fat cats and they don't want to try, what do you do if you're Jay Woodcroft? You're going to sit 
like McDavid. And I'm not saying McDavid is. I'm just saying something ain't right in that in that mix. And it's easy to say, oh, goaltending. They're not scoring at any points. No. You know what I mean? They don't put up any points. So don't tell me that the goaltending is a cause for that. They're supposed to be between him and Drysaitel. There should be three goals a night right there. It's it's amazing. I my my greatest fear coming into the year was this team was going to be good that they had kind of figured some things out. At the same time, you could look at their blue line and kind of think, ah, I'm not sure how strong they are. I just thought maybe Skinner was ready to take another step. Here's a young goaltender. He's coming in. He might be good enough, especially after we saw Aiden Hill win a Stanley Cup for Vegas. You don't need to be a Vesna winner necessarily to, to lead a team to a Stanley Cup. But the team play and the personnel in Vegas, clearly, uh, a lot better than what is up there. So I, I think everybody's kind of sitting and, and watching. They play Seattle next, and I think it's a three-game trip they're on. And then they come home, and who knows? I don't know what the timing – if there's ever a right time to make a oh, culture change. But Again, I think it's less about the right time and about who you're interviewing and trying to get. Yeah. who's like We talk about Quenville, and he seemed – he would be a great fit whether or not he can be reinstated it would be the only question maybe that's what they're working on i don't know who maybe. else is out there it ain't babcock like right like who else is there sutter's out there he might be the next best thing to be quite honest with you and i don't who knows who's out there you can't the sutter, go with an yeah. unknown you can't no i agree and the thing is they're not that far removed from firing dave tippett who was a tenured successful coach, right? And he didn't work for them. No, it's just if you go back over McDavid's, Dryson, how many coaches have they seen? So many. And, and you yeah. know what? Is this something? I was really worried about the standard being set. Now, guys have got coaches run out of town before, I guess. But last year with the Flames, it was really, really clear that it was the players that said, get him out of here. And they did. They listened. Is this just another one of those? And then when does it stop? When the standard's been set out and, and you're able to do that, is this just you're the fallback for the players all the time now? Right? Where does the owner actually have to come into the room and go, listen, you lazy bastards. This has nothing to do with the coach. It's about you. You're getting paid huge money to go out and perform. And you're not doing it. If you don't, like... Uh, I don't know how you, you, the contracts are guaranteed, but yeah, what's the threat for these guys? Nothing. We're going to bring in uh, one of our NHL insiders. It's uh, on the Insider Hotline, a presentation of TELUS. Enter to win one of six monthly prizes, including tickets to Calgary hockey games and awesome tech like AirPods, Apple Watches, and more. No purchase necessary. All you need to do is fill out a quick survey to enter. For your chance to win, go to telus.com slash flames contest from TSN. Darren Dreger joins us here in his usual Friday spot. Uh, uh, wild guess, uh, Dregs, what we're talking about here today. Just I mean, <laughs> something wild, about Alberta. Uh, yeah, wild sure. stab at it. Now, I mean, we can, we were kind of, are we, are we trying to, well, who's on the hot seat? Well, the seat's yeah. pretty hot right now. We, we can jump right into it. Obviously, uh, I mean, a crushing defeat last night for Edmonton mm -hmm. and Rhett's point just coming in. And I know you caught the last little bit of it. I did. It, it's, it's about, okay, so when do you make a coaching change? That's well and good. Who are you bringing in 
just to remove somebody and then insert another untested or unproven or, or slide Gullitson no. down the bench. That, I don't think that accomplishes anything. No, I'm with you on that, man. And look, Red, I'm sure, has been through this uh, a number of times you know, during his career. You know, th- there's a time when senior management or, in this case, the general manager, Kenny Holland, you know, plays that card. Right. Um, but we look at, at his history of doing this um, and outside of when he landed in Edmonton, it didn't happen very often, especially in season. And, and normally you do it in season when you're convinced that the players have tuned out the coach. And I know that sounds ridiculously cliche, but, you know, management gets a real good feel for when that's happened. My understanding is the players don't want that to happen in Edmonton to Jay Woodcroft and the extended coaching staff. But. Dean, your, your point is also well-made here. Um, and I've said the same thing repeatedly over the years. It's fine to fire coaches. They have a shelf life, and, and some of them shorter than others. But who's coming in here that is better than what they already have? You know, we in national media have speculated on the possibility of Gerard Gallant. Well, Gallant still has term left with the New York Rangers. And I'm, I'm going to take an educated guess. He's not moving to Calgary, uh, or sorry, oops, uh, to Edmonton. Um, you know, unless he's getting a real juicy upgrade, right? And and that means probably another two, three-year contract extension. And are you convinced? I'm a fan of Gallant, uh, but he's landed on tough times in the past here. So are you convinced in Edmonton, ownership, senior management, which is Paul Coffey and Jeff Jackson, that Gerard Gallant is, is going to come in here and do a better job than what you already have? So, uh, but the seat is so hot right now there, man. Like... I heard I, I, I heard Rep talk about the players, and I'm on board with that. But the way they played last night, the give-a-crap meter wasn't very high. It, it really wasn't for those players. How did it get there, though? I mean, they leave uh, last year thinking they've got a chance to do something special this year, and you've got some of the best players in the world. You have to have some belief, and they're talking all summer. Guys are back. Yeah. They're excited to get going. And nothing? Like, I, I, is it just... A, old man talking is it a new crop of, of player that plays that way like I, I i can't i can't fathom having the talent that they have yes the goaltending wasn't good sure the defense might not be great but we've all seen teams that aren't hugely talented overcome right. shortcomings this yeah. team is not lacking in talent they're no, not overcoming I... anything they're not even trying no, I'm with you. And I, you know, I've asked repeatedly, is, is Connor hurt? Is, is McDavid hurt? And again, we know that there's a difference between injured and being hurt. And, and even if you're a dozen or so games in, you know, probably most players have something. Yeah, you know, there's a muscle pull. You're playing through stuff. That's what happens. And I'm assured he is fine. You know, came back a little bit prematurely, but played in the Heritage Classic. Looked pretty good in, in that game. So it's not an injury issue. And, and then it was submitted to me that maybe McDavid and Dreisaitl, who on many a night over the years have been the savior, they have been the hero for the Oilers when you know, they single-handedly won games that Edmonton probably didn't deserve to win. Maybe these guys are feeling a level of pressure now to win, to drag this team to a place it's never been before, like they've never experienced to this point of their NHL career. And I, I know that sounds like a bit of a cop-out, and maybe it's just a kind of twisted storyline, if you will, for media to pursue. But what else explains it? And, and I mean, so what you're left with, if, if so if, if Kenny Holland convinces ownership that this is not a coaching issue, 
then what is it? Because it has to be about results and the wins have to happen immediately. And so if, if there isn't a coaching change as we're having this conversation at some point today, and they limp into that game against Seattle, they play Seattle two of the next three, and they lose that one in Seattle, maybe when they get back, there is a change. Because short of that, then Kenny is going to have to sharpen his pencil and probably do something he doesn't want to do between now and U.S. Thanksgiving, which is normally the breaking point, and make a trade that is going to mortgage part of the future to bring in some pieces they're going to help the core of this team because right now they're lacking all kinds of things. So a couple things. First of all, uh, yeah, the, you can look at the expectations a couple ways, and maybe it is pressure, and maybe they, it's it's more pressure than they thought. But it shouldn't be a pressure. It should be a want to achieve, yeah. right? Like if McKinnon yeah. didn't feel pressure, he just was like, "This is bullshit. I want to win, yeah. and I'm gonna I'm gonna win." So I, I get the argument. I just don't buy into it. Can yeah. I, is Holland the guy to keep making the decisions? If if we all think he's leaving, are you going to trust that? I mean, I'm sure it's a group effort, but are you going to allow him to make those decisions? And does it ever turn into, even if they make, I guess what I'm trying to say is, even if they make the moves, do they believe they have enough time to get back into it? Fair. That's 100% fair. But time is, is the issue here, right? Right. It's a spicy meatball when you look past this season for the Edmonton Oilers because you've got Leon Dreisaitl who's going into the final year of his contract next year. And imagine what the market would be for Dreisaitl as an unrestricted free agent. I mean, clearly be off the charts. He'd be able to pick where he wants to play. Could it be hot and sunny and tax beneficial? Yeah, probably. I mean, you know, and let's hope he's not thinking that way right now. But if you're ownership or management, you have to be thinking that way. You know, we have to do something to take advantage of the window of these two megastars. Otherwise, they're going to look back at the era of Drysaddle and McDavid and go, oh, boy, we missed Mega, out there. Megastars on great deals. Yeah, on great deals. On great deals, 100%. And then you've got other issues. And look, you know, it's easy for me to be the armchair uh, general manager and say, well, you know what, call Philadelphia and see if they'll unload, unload Carter Hart or maybe Scotty Lawton is available. There's a guy who can grind and plays a certain way and definitely he could help. Um, but it is a salary cap world and, and you do have, you know, real tough decisions to make. But the salary cap for the Edmonton Oilers, guys, there's been much noise over Jack Campbell. And, oh, my God, that's a terrible contract. Well, yeah, it is now because he's in the American League. But five times five at the time, you know, wasn't horrendous. It was a gamble. I, I, I will say no question about that. But you want to talk about stinky deals. Pull out Darnell Nurse's contract when you need a little bit of reading, you know. And, and I mean, yeah, granted, he scored a goal last night. But, you know, if he doesn't vastly improve his game, vastly improve, he's an immovable object because the last four years of that deal, it's front-loaded now. He's making 10-something. He's making $12 million next year. He's making $10 million the year after. And then the signing bonus money kicks in at $6 million per for the final four years of, the, of that contract. Like, you're stuck with those deals. So I don't care how much the salary cap goes up. Who's ever managing this team is is in for a nasty math battle and for the foreseeable future. And, and Pinder says it all the time. You ask these guys, the the top guys, to take hometown discounts to a certain extent, and then you see a contract like Nurse, and yeah. they're going, "Why? No, 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 no. Yeah. Why? Why is he getting the money? 
right? Mm-hmm. Like if we're gonna if we're gonna have that money to spend, it has to be spent wisely. You're not spending it wisely, so I'm gonna keep. It. Yeah, no, it's a dumpling. It's a yeah. I, I bring this one up a little once in a while. I don't know that it necessarily applies, and it's a bit of a. It might take me a bit to get there. A guy that we used to work with in a way, Dregs, uh, Kelly yeah. McCrimmon, back in Brandon in junior. You would have blockbuster deals where maybe the top player in the league comes into a new team and you just think, well, this team is going to steamroll its way to the Western Hockey League Championship. But it yeah. doesn't very often work that way because a lot of times, and this is what McCrimmon had said, he's like, a lot of times these stars come into the room. It allows everybody else to kind of put their feet up and think, well, thank God, because we've had to work so hard as a group without these stars now our life is so much easier and mm-hmm. that they end up with the losing the first round or it just never really works. And I wonder in that oiler room, you're so used to having Connor and Leon to pull you out. If you're looking at them now and saying, whether he's hurt or not, if he's hurt, if these guys can't do it, we're yeah. screwed. Yeah. And I, I wonder how much of that is they're not going to save us. Well, what hope no. do we have? Yeah. Well, I mean, look at, at, at your top five forwards and this is non-negotiable. I mean, it, it obviously starts with McDavid and Drysaddle. And then you've got Nuge, who had a bit of a pulse uh, against San Jose, but he's been off this year. You've got Zach Hyman. I mean, Hyman is what he is. I mean, he's a workhorse out there. You know, he generates when he plays with the big guys. But beyond that, I mean, you get an honest effort, but he's probably not going to be game-changing. Uh, and then you've got Evander King, who aside from the Heritage Classic, I mean, he's been invisible through a lot of their games this year. You can't have all of that when your two top dogs aren't running, you know, at, at, at full steam. So I tell you what, I mean, it's everybody in the hockey media is fixated on the Edmonton Oilers. We are because it's, it's such a thin layer of ice under the feet of certain people. And it'll be unfortunate if Jay Woodcroft gets let go because I don't think he deserves it. But to circle back to where we started, you know, you have so few games. Guys, we're reaching a point here. One of the is we're having this this chat, 18 points behind Vegas Golden Knights. I mean, you know, they're in the wild card conversation. They're in the wild card conversation. And if they keep playing the way that they played to date, they're going to be out of the playoff picture entirely. And that is just ridiculously unthinkable, given all the projections and, you know, where we thought they'd be. So... Man, tough decisions. The- I tell you what, Daryl Cates right now, his head's going to explode. I can assure you that. The owner of the Edmonton Oilers, and by extension, Jeff Jackson's head is probably going to explode because his ears are ringing because Daryl Cates is is in his ear every uh, thirty minutes. Okay. You know what? They could hang their hat on the fact they're very good at the draft lottery, and there's a possibility they could be part of that as well. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, have you seen how many? I mean, we may not win the cup, but that lottery thing, man, I feel good about the lottery. Oh, boy. So uh, you, now you mentioned Gerard Gallant. Yeah. Um, and I guess just a little bit further, and I, I'm trying to remember what we talked about a week ago and what we talked about already, but it really seems like. The timing isn't right for a, a Mike Babcock potential because that that went real sideways. Yeah. And Joel Quenville's another name. Yeah. But then stuff stirred up in Chicago again over the last week. It just doesn't feel like yeah. those two guys. And Rhett, you had said it. Whoever comes in there cannot be a new, a first-time guy. It can't be. It can't be slight. You need someone to come in there and have some sort of a, of a grip on the room without saying a word. Whether or not they're convinced he could do it, it's just somebody that's going to come in there and be like, okay, okay, this, let's see yeah. what we got here. 
but and those ordinarily would have been two guys that you would say would be good fits there but it sure doesn't seem like it today no i'm with you and and because you're you're bang on there dean i i think because of what's come out of uh chicago of late um and that's new lawsuits right uh, i it, it's probably a little too hot to to go to joel quenville at this point um you know i i think that it's been discussed internally in edmonton to to some degree but that's not in the last week or so. I think that would be pre the news breaking of this uh, latest legal battle involving the Chicago Blackhawks. You know, as I said earlier, I'm a fan of, of Gerard Gallant, but, you know, is he going to provide a, a different look than what they already have in Edmonton? And Glenn Gullitson has been an NHL head coach before, but he's also been in, on that bench in Edmonton for a long time now, right? And the voice in the ear of McDavid and Dreisaitl and all those forwards and all those on the power play has been Gullies. So I'm not sure that shakes it up entirely, but it does come down to finances at some point. And that's, that's partly why I'm not so sure, you know, look, I mean, the media in Edmonton have already fired Jay Woodcroft. We should be yeah. talking about, I mean, they've yeah. already fired this guy. He's, he's gone. Um, I don't believe that's the case, but I'm repeating myself here. If they Gee, continue to lose, they lose in Seattle. What else do they do? Do you think, and I'm, I don't know, I feel like we're starting to beat a dead horse here, but do you think that the guys that are close to it, like Holland, and I'm sorry, it's Jackson, correct? Yeah. 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 And, and those guys have a better pulse of what the real issue is. And what I'm getting at is from afar, from where I sit, I was a room guy when I played, and I feel like even from where I'm sitting right now, I can feel like that room ain't good. And yeah. and, and is it is it moving players instead? Like, uh, yes, they fire the coach. Agree. Yeah. I 100% think it's about moving players. And look, there, there, there are options out there. I didn't, I just didn't throw out the Philadelphia Flyer names just because, you know, for, for giggles yeah. here. I mean, the Philadelphia Flyers are a team that right now is overachieving. But we all know what the Flyers are, are, are in the, the, the position to be. And that's essentially a retool renovation team, right? You know, they know that they've got to, to fix the foundation. So take a hard look at Holloway. Take a hard look at Broberg. Take a hard look at Ryan McLeod. They've got Xavier Borgo, who's in the American Hockey League, who teams salivate over, yet he can't play with the Oilers in the National Hockey League at this point. Well, move them, you know. You've got first-round picks, draft picks. Move those picks. Just make sure that Jack Campbell's contract is, is part of something that's bigger so that you can get, get out from under that. I, it's not that easy. It's certainly easy from the chair that I'm sitting in here in my home office. But I'd be thinking more along those lines than I would be taking down a, another head coach. Because, look, I'm talking about a few days ago, not 10 days ago, less than that. Um, less than a week ago, you know, management essentially saying, look, the, the players, they don't want Jay Woodcroft fired. They're happy with the coaching staff here. They know it's on them. They're not executing. They're not playing the right way. Okay, well, then it's on the players to do it. Last thing I want to talk about then is McDavid has to have say no with question. management, with the team. Yeah. You know, that's Well, his former agent is Jeff Jackson, right? Who's, uh, okay. Yeah. He's, he's now the big boss. Yeah. So, is that an issue, right? Like, I got to think that I, I feel I don't know. I feel like Nurse and him are buddies, and Drysaddle and buddies, yeah. and Brown. They're all you got all these buddies. Good, for, and that makes Connor feel good about it. 
But are those wise hockey decisions? And does management have to go to Connor and say, listen, if you want to win, it's not friends and family benefits, right? Like no. we're here to, are you here to win or are you here yeah. to, to bring your buddies along? Cause yeah. it doesn't yeah. seem to be working. And, and look, I, I think that there's a difference between having building conversations with, with your captain and megastar in Connor McDavid, you know, he could have some influence, you know, he should be part of what the building plan is, but they're past those conversations. Right. And if he felt strongly that they had to lock in Darnell nurse, and I'm pretty sure he did. Okay. Well then if that was the case, then he's got to be part of the solution as a, a leader to not be afraid to kick Darnell Nurse in the backside to say, bud, you need to start playing better immediately, <laughs> immediately, and, and go down the list from there. So I just think when you get to this stage, though, how much, you know, if, if the decision is being made by ownership, because, again, I just said I, I don't think management didn't think it was a coaching issue a few days ago. So if all of a sudden today, because they lost 3-2 to, you know, the worst team in the game in the San Jose Sharks, it's now a coaching issue. I suspect that that's coming from Daryl Cates through Paul Coffey and Jeff Jackson. So you make that decision whether Connor McDavid likes it or doesn't like it. And I'm not sure he needs to be consulted until you've actually pulled the trigger. I, I I don't know. I have got just another one at least. It feels like we keep going. When you're if you're going to talk about a player trade, there's nothing that can change the fortunes positively for a team like a goaltender swap. Yeah. Dwayne Rollison, we saw what it did for the Oilers back in their run to the cup final. Uh, we talked about it yesterday. Devin Dubnik, a former Oiler guy, remember his career was almost resurrected. Oh, yeah. He was in the American League and then he came back and, and played pretty well. Goalies can hide a lot of warts and make huge changes. Is there a goaltending trade to be made out there? You're talking about moving. If you're going to move Borgo or Holloway or McClellan, is yeah. there a potential goalie that has or, or a goalie that has that kind of potential that you could shake the trees and maybe get loose? Well, I would look at Carter Hart in Philadelphia. I mean, the problem with yeah. that is the off ice scenario that continues to swirl around certain guys. Um, beyond that, <laughs> Mackenzie Blackwood absolutely owned them last night. I mean, yeah. does he still have enough game? <laughs> because keep in mind here, uh, San Jose Sharks are, are in the business of not doing well. That's that's what they're most motivated to do. They want to keep it competitive, which they did last night, but they, they're in for another juicy draft pick. That's what San Jose is all about. Maybe you can get Blackwood out of there. If he can continue to play the way he did last night, he would be intriguing. I've seen the, the rumors of Askarov. I'm not really buying that out of Nashville. Then you look at Montreal. There's some teams, Detroit, that still have three goalies. That never seems to work, but show me a goalie in 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 that group that you're 100 percent convinced is going to make you better. So yeah. on the short term, they're just rolling the dice with what they have internally. The uh, we've heard Jordan Biddington's name a bit this week. Now St. Louis, they've got to decide what they are, I suppose. But uh, is there any yeah anything to that? Do you think I, it's early for me on that one? Um, for the most part, from what I've seen, he's actually played pretty well. Um, you know, look, the St. Louis Blues have to make a decision, a determination at some point in the relatively near future. You're right. What are they going to be? Is this a retool year for them? They still look pretty good. They still look pretty competitive, and their goaltending is a big part of that. But, you know, again, we always use the tipping point or at least the the, the door opening point uh, being U.S. Thanksgiving. 
but there's a general manager's meeting coming up uh, November 14th. So, you know, not that many days away here. Those guys get face to face. That's where a lot of the stuff starts to percolate. So we'll see. But I, I think Bennington is more of a long shot at this point, unless, unless, you know, Doug Armstrong looks at the boatload he's going to get from his buddy, Kenny Holland in Edmonton, <laughs> decides that maybe they are willing to, you know, take a flyer on Jack Campbell and company. Bennington's gonna... interest, interesting because he's got yeah. that fire in him, right, oh, to me, where fire. it's like he's going to drag guys into it. <laughs> oh, yeah. He definitely would do that. Yeah, he's likes to fight guy. That's what we kind of oh, yeah. he's definitely a likes to fight guy for sure. Uh Flames are in Toronto tonight to take on the Leafs. I want to ask you a little bit. We yeah, man, Noah Hannafin's name, he's he's in, he's out, he's in, he's out. It's been wild. And then again, <laughs> this week his name is is circulating around. I just wonder what are you hearing as far as it, Zadorov, Hannafin, Tanev? There's that's three players yeah. that to varying degrees, I think, would have a market out there. What are you hearing on the Flames blue line? Yeah, I, I mean, there's no question that it's going to be a commodity that attracts a lot of suitors. You know, the, the Toronto Maple Leafs are a team that most definitely are going to have to do something on that blue line. They're going to have to change it. They're going to have to upgrade it. Uh, going into that game tonight, uh, we're told that John Klingberg is going to be a healthy scratch. So look at, you had four players brought in by tree. So up front, you had Tyler Bertuzzi and Max Domi. Uh, and then you had uh, well, and Ryan Reeves and yeah. John Klingberg on defense. Ryan Reeves and John Klingberg are sitting in the press box tonight. I'm not surprised really by either. Reeves has been a spare part. Um, you know, he, he has a role. We understand. We appreciate what that role is. Bad luck has followed him this year. So it's gotten to a point where Sheldon Keefe just doesn't feel he can put him out on the ice. And there's no sense having him sit on the bench you know, for 57 minutes of the game. Uh, Klingberg being scratched, he's been horrendous the last couple, three games or so. But I think that that has more to do with the situation that he's in than John Klingberg just being that bad. I really believe that. I look at Kevin Shattenkirk and the Boston Bruins. You know, he had a sketchy year last year. And he lands in Boston. Boston has gone through injuries and whatnot. But they play a completely different structure. And, oh, here's a here's a, here's something unique. The forwards actually support that defensive structure, and they help their defense, right? So that's taken the heat off, and it's made Shattenkirk an effective defenseman. And I'm pretty sure that's what, what Toronto was hoping from John Klingberg. So Tree is going to try and upgrade defense. You know, is, is Hannafin a possibility as a rental? Because I don't think Toronto can sign him long term. Is Tanif a possibility? Zadorov? We know that true living like a lot of general managers likes the big men, but it's still too soon and he doesn't have the cap space or the assets to make it work at this stage. Well, and have the flames packed it in? Like is moving no. those guys a signal of that or is it, yeah. where are we at with the flames team, I guess as well. Yeah, I'm with you, Red. And they, they shouldn't pack it in at this point. I mean, we're starting to see glimmers of hope here, right? Um, interesting that they bring Wolf up from the American league who, you know, he's been brilliant there. I mean, it, it must be because Markstrom is dinged up. He took that maintenance day earlier this week. So we keep an eye on that story as, as it evolves, but you know, Cadbury seems to be going a little bit better. All eyes will be on Jonathan Huberto, of course, but if, if they can get back to playing average, maybe the confidence goes with that. And it takes some of the heat off the organization so they can actually see what they have. Um, if it goes back the other way, 
then maybe Conroy pulls the pin earlier. But no different than what we talked about in Edmonton. Everybody is a boss, right? So, you know, we in the media say, oh, you know what? They've got to do something foundationally to, to change things in Calgary. So why not trade Noah Hannafin and your pending unrestricted free agents? Well, that's fine, but try and sell that to Murray because Brad Living was successful in selling the fact that they had to sign Jonathan Huberto and Nazem Kadri to those big contracts. So ownership, as always, has a huge say in what direction you go. I, I yep. think you're right with that. And, and this is more of a funsies question then. <laughs> are, are the Flames, and I haven't done a, a deep dive into a lot of the other teams, but with the Flames, some of their commodities, I guess, yeah. it seems like they hold some commodities that those teams – Oilers, Leafs, teams that think they're going to win right yeah. now. They have some of those key pieces and those hot commodities that those teams want. Can they take yeah. advantage of it if they so chose? It's hard because it, it, it has to be dollar in, dollar out. So you, try and find that fit, you know. And, and then if, if you're mortgaging your future – because you're trying to salvage whatever this season is, and if you're a contending team, a top contending team like Toronto and Edmonton think they are, then, yeah, I, I guess you have to embrace whatever you can in way of an all-in approach. But you also shouldn't miss when you're giving up your first-round picks in November in an effort to, to try and, and right the ship. So most teams like to see what they've got internally. And, uh, you know, sometimes that can even drag into the new year. But, man, there are some hotspot clubs in Canada, not just around the National Hockey League, but here in Canada. Ottawa kind of cooled things down the other night with a big win over uh, the Toronto Maple Leafs. But that was another team that was chanting, fire the coach and, and all of that. So we don't have to look south of the border, Dean, to find headlines in this sport. No, it's been wild. And meanwhile, meanwhile, out in Vancouver, where I don't know what the expectations were, they yeah. are just rolling. They got to yeah. be loving all this. It's just, it's tire <laughs> fires across the league. And they're just, okay, you guys focus on McDavid and yeah. Hannafin. You guys do that. We're just yeah. going to keep winning out here. They win again last night. And and that's a team that's still open for business too, right? They've got depth on the wing. And we know the Connor Garland story. Yeah. Um, you know, is it Anthony Beauvillier perhaps, who they also, you know, in, include in trade conversation? Sure. You know, but they too would like to add a top four, top five, right shot defenseman. And, and that's the bolster a blue line that has gone through a transformation. I mean, Tyler Myers, the fan base had his bags packed and out the door in the last couple of seasons, and he's playing terrific hockey right now. Quinn Hughes, I mean, if he's not in the Norris conversation this year, I'll be shocked because he deserves to be based on what we're seeing now. Patterson has been lights out good. I mean, go down the list of all the contributing pieces. For me, though, um, we just piled on a couple of coaches, Dean, in this segment. I'm giving full credit to uh, Rick Talkin and the coaching staff of the Vancouver Canucks because in a short period of time, they've established that mystical culture that everybody likes to talk about, you know, in the preseason and all of that. They've got that, you know. You don't play hard in Vancouver for Rick Talkin, and you're going to have a problem. It's that simple. And doesn't he, just to kind of wrap things up, when, I, when we yeah. talk about someone who's got some gravitas or some aura to yeah. them when they walk in, it's not a rich coaching resume that Rick Tockett has, no. but when he walks into a room, he's got your attention. I feel like that's that's what the Oilers yeah. need. I don't know you're going to get it, Jack Adams guys going in there, but you need someone who's got a little bit of clout, a little bit of something to them to grab their attention. 
for sure. Look at that bench. You got Adam Foot in there. Uh, what's he done? Uh, not much. You know, he's yeah. had a pretty decorated NHL career. Hard nose SOB, right? So yeah. if you're taking shifts off, you've got to look those men in the eye when you come back to the bench. And hey, it's it's no secret why the Carolina Hurricanes are as talented and put up the points that they do in the East. And it has a lot to do with the the coaching of Rod Brendamore. It's just they exude character and presence. And I know that sounds old school and there'll be people watching that go, ah, you know, does that really matter in today's NHL? You damn right. It matters. It matters. You don't have to be stapled to the bench to get your point across. But with all due respect to Ryan Huska as example, you know, Jonathan Huberto, you know, looking at, at Rod Brindamore and rolling his eyes or brush, brushing him off or Rick talking yeah. now, probably no not. So in fairness now to, to Huska, what choice does he have? Huberto's not responding, not playing the way he has to play. So he parks him for the third period because that's the only way he can get his attention. So yeah, that's where we're at. How are you doing? How's life out there? Not too bad. I'm not yeah. going to lie. Busy day today. Like we actually have the uh, the Hall of Fame game on the network with the Flames and uh, the Red Wings. Uh, Flames Leafs, and yeah. I, I'm all over the map today. That's all right. Yeah. Yeah. Leafs. So I'm looking forward to that. Um but no, you know what? It's been another good but uh, busy week. I still, I'm still in my golf attire, Dean. Still well, in my golf. I attire. like it. Yeah, you look. I, the shoulder must be feeling better. A little bit, but that's why I'm hunched over. I, you know, there's a sweet spot where if I if I move closer to the mic, it kind of just gives me a bit of a reprieve. But, you get one uh, of those. Get the get the old jolt there if you move too far <laughs> one direction. Yeah. Need the dog collar every once in a while. That's right. Put that on ret for one of these segments, eh? Well, I don't know where he went. I mean, pull it off the rails. Yeah, I need the clicker. <laughs> I need the here, boy. Come here, boy, because I don't know where he is right now. He's off the leash and he's just gone. So we'll see if we yeah. can find him. You're a beauty, pal. Thanks, man. We'll talk to you next week. All right. Have a good one. You betcha. Darren Dreger, TSN Insider, our insider here with uh, with Barn Burner and Flames Nation, a presentation of Telus, where you can. Do you like doing some winning? Enter to win one of six monthly prizes, including tickets to Calgary hockey games, awesome tech like Apple, AirPods, watches, and more. No purchase necessary. All you have to do is fill out a quick survey to enter. For your chance to win, go online, telus.com slash flames contest. So I wonder, I am going to say the laptop ran out of juice. That uh, the the uh, the computer ran out of uh, battery or or something like that. There he is. What uh, what's the synopsis there? What? <laughs> Welcome back, Retro. I what don't. happened there? Thanks. <laughs> I do not know. I thought maybe you were doing. Yeah, I had to clear my clear my uh, my throat thing, and you you went away. I thought maybe then you were having a coughing fit. It was taking a little longer than usual, and then then you were just gone. No, the the whole. The the I lost connection and then the phone reset and the whole thing. So uh, yeah, but, I mean anyway. we don't need to talk a whole Bye, lot drinks. more. <laughs> yes, yeah, see you, drinks. We don't need to talk a whole lot more about uh, about the Oilers. We've definitely done that, but it's just so fat because of everything involved, the expectations, the the profile of the players involved, and it's not a struggle. This is a death spiral. Like this is. If it was happening at a different part of the year after they'd already put some wins together, not as big a deal because you've got some points in the bank. You have nothing in the bank here. And 
they're going to come out of it to some degree, but there's just enough mystery. Okay, yeah, you're not going to lose forever, but how much winning are you going to do? Because that's very much in doubt now. Is your captain injured? How bad your goaltending? There's some real. This it feels just very unlike in the past, where you just you had blind faith that they were going to do something and and find a way out of it. I don't know if it's the same this time. It just feels a little different. It feels like a lost. Wow, I want to say lost cause, but it sure doesn't seem like a team that's on the. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com/weightloss. That's plushcare.com/weightloss. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com/people today. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Us of finding their way out. And again, we continue to say it and everyone can see it. They've only got so many games left in the year to make up those points and to make up that ground. Even if they play well the rest of the way, what if another team plays well? What if all the other teams play well? <laughs> Good point, yeah. <laughs> uh, there's only one, right? There's only one of these guys. There he is. As soon as you started walking outside, I'm like, oh, this is not going to go well. Well, well, I, I was, I could hardly hear you inside, so I've tried yeah. to find a better connection. I feel like it's better out here now. That's bad. We got a little wind noise, but it's, uh, it's not too bad. Well, uh, coming up January 11th to 13th, we're going to Phoenix. It's going to be beautiful. If you've never been to Arizona in January, you get on the plane here. It's cold. You're all, you're doing this stuff. You get there. It's like, oh flip-flops, shorts. We're going to go watch the Flames and the Coyotes. We're going to hang out, have some dinners, have some drinks. 11th to 13th, the price, $14.99 based on double occupancy. That includes your flights, your hotels, your tickets to the game, transportation to and from the airport. Nationgear.ca is the website where you go and get on that. Limited spots available. And it is a presentation of Alberta Blue Cross. But people have been asking, so where do we go? It's, if, if anything, we maybe could have done a better job. Nationgear.ca. 
we're going to pop that. And you got lots of time. It's January 11th. We're two months out. But at the same time, we've had a good little run of sales going here. I think people are looking at it as uh, as maybe a Christmas gift. I'm going to give that to my son. I'm going to give that to my father, whatever it is, because it's based on double occupancy. So Alberta Blue Cross, memorable moments with Alberta Blue Cross. Only one thing better than sharing memories, and that's making new ones. And are we going to make some memories? Alberta Blue Cross Travel Insurance protects your memories and more wherever travel takes you. Visit ab.bluecross.ca slash travel for more information. Alberta Blue Cross celebrating life's memorable moments inspired by hockey. How are you doing, Jack? I'm doing well. Yeah. Are you uh, where are you at home today? Are you in the studio today? What's I'm happening? I'm in the today? studio here all by myself. Right. Yeah. Um, lots going on here in Martaloop. Is there? <laughs> yeah, I know. Crazy. There's always lots Every going day on. there's something crazy there. They're turning the water Hard to off find on parking. Me. Well, I'm trying to think since the last time you've been, it's now one ways only, one way streets, and even so, even less parking. And there's bike lanes and they're pulling water lines. So, yeah, it's uh, Ugh. if you want to ride, and Pinder will tell you, well, just ride your bike. Okay. That's, you uh, should, that, Dean. that's a great idea. I think you should ride yeah. down. Yeah, thanks. Um, we'll do our uh, Betway bets coming up. Point spread picks for the weekend ahead. What a game last night. What a thriller in the month, in the Thursday nighter. The uh, Panthers and Bears. Whew. Whew. It was stinky. I can honestly say I, I did not see one down. No, I... Um, I had it on. I was kind of doing the after dinner, cleaning the kitchen, putting dishes in the, the I had it on. And it was just, I can't, uh, like, yes, I'm a Bears fan, as we know. But even I'm having a hard time watching this. This is, yeah. uh, and a punt, and three and out, and a punt, and a field goal. All right, three nothing, and a punt, and a, it was barely football. It was barely football. that they That they would put that on. I mean, what was Amazon thinking? What have we bought here? What the hell do we... We're paying millions and millions of dollars, and you're giving us the Panthers and the Bears on a Thursday night. Goodness. Where, where's that Miami-Kansas City game that was in uh, that was on before anybody was awake on Sunday? Anyway, we'll get into it. As we uh, start up with the uh, Pinder Report a presentation of Village Honda. From now until the end of the month, Village Honda is holding their veterans food drive. Village invites you to stop by the dealership. Non-perishable food items fill the Honda Ridgeline sitting in the showroom. At the end of the month, they will truck it over to the Veterans Food Bank of Calgary and uh, try and make a difference, trying to help out, doing our part. Veterans food drive right now till November 30th at Village Honda, located in the Northwest Auto Mall and online at villagehonda.com. So the Pinder Report. No pinder today. I thought maybe he would poke his head in, but nothing yet. What was at it? All? So they were going. They were going back mm -hmm. to L.A. He said there. So it was two days at Disney, and then back to uh, back to L.A. I don't know why I'm worried about him. He'll be just fine. Mosa Beach or some beach. Manhattan. I think they were going to Manhattan Beach. He was trying to. It'll be. Uh, Manhattan yeah, it'll was be... Man... Yeah. I'm not sure what it was. Anyway. It's enough about him. Tonight, game day, Flames, helmets on, taking on the Toronto Maple Leafs. Flames uh, doing a little bit of winning here. 
Wasn't sure if it was ever going to happen, but they put some wins together. They'll take on the Leafs. Uh, Leafs have not been, this is another team that everyone figured maybe there's some real cup potential here for this team. They've been giving up way too many goals. Ilya Samsonov has not been strong for them. In fact, tonight it will be Joseph Wall getting the start. 25 years old. He's four and four this year in eight appearances, a 913 save percentage and a 2.79 goals against. At the other end, it will be Dan Vladar going for the Flames. Day-to-day -day is what we're hearing on Jacob Markstrom. It is minor, but he did not practice Wednesday. Yesterday, travel day, did not skate this morning, so Vladar will be the starter. And Wolf, Dustin Wolf, will be the backup tonight. So, for whatever that's worth. Now, the Leafs aren't in this as desperate as the Oilers probably right now, but they are yeah. in a spot. Your living is going to do something, right? Yes. Yeah. And I mean, say what you want about tree, right? Some of the deals worked well. Some of them didn't work very well. He'll make deals. If there's a deal to be made, he's, he's not going to be afraid what people think. I wonder about Zadorov just because I know he is a fan, obviously brought him in, has kept them there. Um, and the thing about Zadorov, and I know that, I mean, we're not as close as some other people. There are some real leadership qualities to that guy. You saw it when he came out, and we had our debate about it. Pinder said, well, you better play well if you're going to be saying stuff in the media. But he is one of the guys that stood up and talked about what was going on in the room. And I know that Brad appreciates and respects and values that part of him. Plus, yeah, he is what he is. He's a roller coaster. But he is big and strong and can play. A, we don't talk about it a lot because usually you don't want him playing a bunch of minutes. He can if you need him to. He's a bit of a Swiss Army knife. He's not great at a bunch of things, but he'll give you some minutes. That's where I hesitate to want him to be the guy to go. I can see a Tanev. Sure, you want Tanev? Take him because yeah. he's not part of your long-term plan. And I think the Zadorov, it gives you a guy that can play in the league. Right, like yeah. he's young enough, he can stick around a while. If Hannafin doesn't want to be here, maybe he's leaving. Tanev's not a long-term play for me. Zadorov's a guy I'd want to hang on to if I if I could. Yeah, I know, I, which is odd to say, you know, when you think when you think about it. Come but, on, he's played well. Yeah, it it would all depend on what the the return is. Obviously, if you're getting a. a something real juicy for him. You're going to help him here. Let me, let me carry that bag for you. Uh, the Tanev one, I just, you hear, we, we were talking to Dregs about Vancouver after uh, we lost you there about how, meanwhile, in, in Edmonton, Calgary, in, uh, Toronto, it's just, you know, tire fires everywhere. Vancouver just continues to win. We'll talk about him in a moment. They're just, they're rolling out there. They want to add to the blue line. They love Chris Tanev. Quinn Hughes has played great with Chris Tanev. Man, I'd be trying to make a deal work there if I could. I just worry that Tanev's going to get injured and it's going to be a lost asset for you. I, I think that it still comes down to Conroy doesn't know if he's moving forward or backwards or sideways or up or down. I don't, yeah. I don't think those two wins as good as they are. I think it's muddies the water again for him. He's not sure what to do. And I guess there's well, no rush. Yeah, there, there is no rush aside from like we say if you believe that there is injury risk there i think conroy knows i really do i think he and jerome very much have in yes. their mind what they want to do it's just how can we frame it to ownership if we're losing a bunch that's one con that's we'll walk into the office and it's pretty easy 
I mean, if, if Murray were here, um, and you can put together a pretty compelling case as to why, but all of a sudden, if you win a few, then, well, hey, maybe we got to just hang on. We got to wait. I don't think they would be fooled, though, into what they're what they're looking at. Um, you heard about John Klingberg. It's amazing. <laughs> what did Drag say? He has been horrendous here. Uh, so that has not worked out for the Leafs, for sure. Tonight is the uh, Hall of Fame. Class of 2023 will be celebrated before the game. Tom Barrasso, Henrik Lundqvist, and Mike Vernon along with Caroline Ouellette and Pierre Turgeon, builders Ken Hitchcock and Pierre Lacroix. So Vernie, going to be trotted out there. Um, goaltenders, eh? Barrasso, Lundqvist, and Vernon. Barrasso, from what I've heard over the years, a, uh, a real see you next Tuesday. He was he was in Buffalo there for a long time. You must have there must be some people who remember old uh, Tommy B. No. Yeah, I can't hear you. Are you on mute? That's because I pushed the mute button, Dean. Oh, okay, yeah. Yeah, I said that I I, I never hear his name because he's yeah it never comes up. I yeah. and even when I played, I didn't remember hearing about him lots when I played against him. If I'm not mistaken, he came in kind of like right out of high school or something. He jumped right in, uh, may have won the Calder, but he was, he was tremendous. I, I remember I was just kind of getting into hockey, like really as a, as a nerdy kid and, and Tom Barrasso came in and then of course he goes to Pittsburgh and is, is part of that. But even back then I remember Tom Barrasso, great goalie, not a great guy, not a great guy. So enjoy that tonight, Barrasso. Um, that's one of a number of games. We'll look back at last night's schedule. We've talked about it a lot. Last night, Tomas Hurtle scored a goal, set up another. San Jose, their second win in a row after 11 consecutive losses. They beat the Oilers by a score of 3-2. to two. Connor McDavid, who has led the NHL, who, well, last year had 64 goals, has no goals in his last seven. Oilers have lost four straight and have one win in their last nine contests. They are five points are tied with the 93-94 team for the fewest through 12 games in franchise history. So it's not a tough start. It's kind of historically bad on a franchise level for the Edmonton Oilers. Which again, really, really we, kind we of We've beat up on them enough, I think. Probably, yeah, it's probably time to move on. Um, let's, let's go into some of the, uh, what do we got here? Um, well, let's uh, let's hear some of the post game. Do you want to do that, Jack? We'll go to uh, some post game comments. And again, it's you can listen to what what you're hearing, but also uh, take a look at what you're hearing. I guess. Is that just it, or it's like it doesn't feel like anyone's going right now? Have you ever experienced something like this, where you know some some guys slump, obviously, but it just feels like no one's going right now? Yep. Great, great observation. That's. You're you got a Stanley Cup contender that's in 32nd place here. Are you worried about your job? No, I worry about taking care of my daily business and my daily process and making sure that I give my players something to focus on and concentrate on. No one's happy with where we're at. We all own it. Uh, we can be better, and that's where my focus is. Uh, Mark Spector there. Uh, you know what? The thing about Spec, and I, I get Flames fans. Ah, like, oh, Mark Spector. This Mark Spector is a great reporter, 
there's not a lot of guys that ask the straight questions like that. And I know you, you've talked about reporters and dumb questions. Are you worried about your job? It's, it's a question that you have to ask. And I, you probably don't, I don't know what you expect to hear from an answer, but someone has to ask that question because does he have another game as coach? Does he have two more games? It's I, when I got up this morning, first thing I did is I went to my phone. It's like, okay, so you, have they, have they done it? Who's in? Who's they fired him? What's going on? I fully expected to have heard someone was canned today. Yeah. But they uh, still could come. Still could come. Yeah. Keep it's checking your phone. Interesting though. You know, it's, it's, talking with Drager, you know, there, when you start digging into it, you start going, is he the issue? And even if you move him, get who are you bringing in? And is there something smarter to be done as far as personnel? I don't get that it's a systems thing to a certain extent. And you, no. A week ago, 10 days ago, it was about employing this Vegas defensive structure. It's not working. That ain't it now. Your, your top guys aren't going. None of your guys are going. You're scoring one goal a night. I one. No one's. I'll tell you what. I'll yeah, tell you who you else. Rely is on your top off. guys. Where's? Yeah. How's the power play? Power plays a shits. Sh shouldn't it be yeah. at thirty percent? Yeah, power plays a shits. The whole whatever can go wrong pretty much is right now, which is why it's the worst time to make hard and fast decisions, and you're you're really left with no other choice but to make decisions right now. But it is the worst time to do it when things are at their worst, you need to ride things out to kind of give yourself some sort of clarity, but I don't know what, I don't know if you can get away with that. If you just keep trotting them out there and you keep losing, people are going to freak out. They're already freaking out. I was saying, you know, who, who's pissed off really about this. I've not brought it up is my kid. My kid is in a, uh, in a hockey draft and had the second overall pick. The guy taking first hates the Oilers. He's like, I'll never take an oiler. I'll take, uh, I think he took Matthews or something at first. So my kid's sitting there at two. He's like, this is great. Give me Connor McDavid. He's like, I'm winning. I'm winning this son of a bitch. This is so good. I got McDavid at two. He's texting me last night. It's been nine fucking games. What's wrong? What's going on? The one year I get McDavid in my fucking draft. <laughs> so he's a little hot. He's a little hot about it. I'm sure that's uh, going into Kenny Holland's uh, thought process. Meanwhile. Elsewhere last night, or sorry, hang on, hang on. Uh, the uh, the boys on Spit and Chicklets were at it last night. I was going to grab the video. Ryan Whitney, who of course is a former Oiler, he handed it in last night. He's done. He's like, I live in the East. I'm stay. I'm starting. Wa I'm watching games that start at nine thirty Eastern. I'm getting up with my kids at six in the morning. I'm exhausted. I'm watching Oilers hockey. I'm loving this team. This and that. I'm fucking done. That's it. So he's handed in. His, uh, his Euler uh, fan club card, he's done. There's a lot of people that are done. Uh, this is from Biz last night, uh, Paul Bissonette. Everybody's got a thought on where you go from here. And uh, Biz just put out the screenshot of Daryl. Said, it's time, Edmonton. It's time. Now, it makes perfect sense. It makes perfect sense. But I what I don't know, what we don't know, and again, I'm one guy be able to tell you, and it's Murray. I'm guessing because there's a contract in place, he signed him to an extension, and then he was, again, depending on what the terms of his release were, I believe he was fired, relieved of his duties. And if you're going to continue to get paid, 
you are essentially still a contracted member of that team. I can't imagine that Murray would say, go ahead, Edmonton, you have permission to talk to him. But if it means he's going to get out from under two years of four, four and a half, five million dollars per year, maybe you do do it. You talk about somebody to go into a room and have some kind of some kind of sway over that team. He's a guy. He he'd walk in and have, have to me it's I mean it's not the same as the LA situation, but it's very similar. You've got enough talent to win and you need someone to start pushing the right buttons and he's done it before, so the only thing holding that back would be Murray Edwards. Yeah. Because he would do it, right? Don't you think? Knowing him? I think so. I think, I think so. He's an Alberta guy. He's from up there. I think he likes winning. I, he, I think he knows there's not many years left of coaching. And to go and work with some of the most talented players in the world, maybe of all time, I don't know how you wouldn't do it. Mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't like to think about it. Because that would be the... The absolute worst is not only does he go in there after leaving here and then turns them around and sticks it to the flames. I, I, I just don't like to think about it, but Biz is probably right. Meanwhile, we saw yesterday Jack Campbell was sent down to the American Hockey League after the last loss. He's put on waivers. Down you go. So he is playing in his first start last night in the American Hockey League. And uh, safe to say it's not going well. Watch this play here. He's lost his game altogether. I don't know if you can see it there, Retro. It just somehow, it's a rolling puck that isn't really even shot. It's just kind of, there it is. And it just hops up over his stick and under the glove and over the pad. Four goals on 20 shots, I believe, is what the uh, final number was for Jack Campbell for Bakersfield last night in the A. So, at least right now, it doesn't seem like the Jack Campbell redemption story is going to be happening anytime soon. But he's such a nice guy. You talk to anybody, he's Dude, just a beautiful guy. He's... Hmm? Like, I feel he had to piss somebody off, though. He's done something evil in his life here. It's Karma's coming back. I don't... Any, anyone I talk to or that, that, that tell you that know him, it's just he's the nicest friggin' guy in the world, and you feel awful for him. But again, he was nice a first-round draft pick. Nice so guy I'm, last. I'm a great guy. Look where I am, sitting at my friggin' house. Um, first-round draft pick, didn't work out, didn't work out, and then gets back into the league, goes on a, a heater, and then signs a, a massive deal. I know Dregs was talking about it. At the time, you could... Well, it was not a, $5 million is not a terrible deal for a number one, but I don't think there were many people outside of... Kenny Holland's office that thought that this guy was going to be able to do it for a long term. Uh, meanwhile, the uh, you, you talked about the draft lottery. If they can't win games, they may as well win the draft lottery. And people are already talking about the uh, Celebrini. That would be the first, potentially the first overall pick. So we'll see. It's good to have something to look forward to, right? If if things are going poorly, it's like a, like like us with the Phoenix trip. It's cold. There's not a lot going on. Hey, but at least we're going to Phoenix. If you can't make the playoffs or if things are going bad, man, win that draft lottery again because you're good at it and get the first overall pick again. Not sure. Oh, that. make me puke. Get lost. 
it would not be great. Uh, last night, NHL. No. Vancouver, 5-0 and in their last five games. 8-0-1 in their last nine. They are now 10-2-1 on the season. They beat Ottawa 5-2. Canucks have outscored their opponents by a combined 28-7 margin during this five-game winning streak. Demko is playing great. Pedersen is on a seven-game point streak. He's got 14 points in seven games. Quinn Hughes is, is lights out. They're, they're already talking about, could you get a, a Hart, a Vesna, and a Norris on the same team in Vancouver? Yeah, it feels a little early for that. But all of these guys, if it can go right, it's going right for Vancouver right now. Rick Tockett has those guys rolling. He'd be a good, uh, that's the kind of guy, that was the other thing we said with Drake's, that's the kind of guy you need in Edmonton if you're going to make a coaching change. Tockett doesn't have a ton of coaching experience, but he's got a presence. When you walk into the room, that guy has your attention. That's what you need. But I think he's staying in Vancouver for the time being. Connor Bedard had four points. Yeah. No, I don't think he's going anywhere. Four points for Connor Bedard last night. Chicago wins 5-3 over Tampa. He's pretty good from all appearances. Uh, it is a 13-game point streak now for Artemi Panarin. 22 points in 13 games. The Rangers beat the Wild 4-1. Charlie Coyle, a hat trick. Boston wins again. They beat the Islanders 5-2. Kyle Connor, Connor, 6-2. Jets beat the Preds. Cole Caulfield. Oilers could have had him. Habs over the Red Wings 3-2 in overtime, and it was Rust, Brian Rust with the OT winner, among among other games. There was this was busy night last night. Uh, did we do the NHL tonight? We'll just worry about the Flames. What do we got tonight? Not a ton of games. There's a handful of games. Let's take a, let's take a peek. Uh, Philadelphia at the Anaheim Ducks. Vegas home to San Jose. The Devils and the Caps. Carolina is in Florida in the wild. They're taking on the Buffalo Sabres. Eight, six, and one, I believe, are the Buffalo Sabres now retro. How are, how's, how are the vibes in Buffalo? Oh, they're great. Everyone's excited again. Everyone's happy. Are they really? I just wondered if maybe they were focused on the football team now. No, because the football team sucks right now, So, but nobody oh, wants see. to talk about the football team. I got it. I see. Free agent forward. Well, this might be a little something for you. Patrick Kane is kind of getting his numbers down as the teams that he would be willing to join, which is not to say all the teams that he's going to, that they're low, would want to have him, but he's putting a little list together. Seems like they're all in the Eastern conference. Uh, TSN hockey insider, Chris Johnston says he's inching closer to that return. Quote, we're talking about his hometown Buffalo Sabres or the New York Rangers where Kane finished last year. The Detroit Red Wings are off to a great start and have Alex Dabrinkit as former line mate. The Florida Panthers, he, of course, familiar with them uh, and, and Bill Zito. So I don't know. Of those, if you're if you're Patty Kane, are you talking Buffalo or Detroit or Florida? Where are you going? Rangers? I don't see Detroit. I don't do you see Detroit. Like, why would you go to Detroit? Are they in win now mode? I'm not sure. It would be Debrinket, I guess, if he's a good buddy of yours. But he's buddies with Panarin. I, I was, he was not. He was not healthy. I would think that the Rangers would be awfully intriguing. You got a goalie. Your D is strong. Fox is out right now, but he'll be back. No talk of uh, 
Calgary uh, Rangers. Florida's good because Florida is Florida, right? And they had a good run last year, and they're probably still a good, solid team. But I, I and Buffalo pulls it maybe the heartstrings a little bit for them, but I still don't know if that's enough. Yeah. So anyway, it'll be exciting. He's a you know he's an exciting player. Get back in the league. Good luck, Patrick. T's and P's. Pick whoever you want. We just want you back in. Just don't go to Edmonton, and we'll be fine. A lot of Edmonton hate. Gosh, Oilers fans must be hating this podcast. Uh, Thursday night football. Deonta Foreman ran for a touchdown. The Bears, what a night. The Bears get a win, 16-13, and in the process, boost their chances at the number one pick because they've got Carolina's first rounder in 2024. They they acquired the pick along with uh, DJ Moore last year for the for, for their uh, can, the Panther pick in this upcoming draft. They are tied with Arizona now with a record of one and eight. So big win for the Bears. So good to be a Bears fan these days. What a time to hop on this Bears bandwagon. You want to come in? It's so it's so fake. Hmm. All right. Uh, not a lot of drama in the game last night. I don't know if you watched uh, a whole lot of it. It was uh, it was pretty hard to watch. So the next, uh, sorry, uh, Jacko, throw that up there about uh, Ty, about Bajent, the quarterback. Is that what we're looking at here? He went from playing versus the Colorado School of Mines to the Carolina, Carolina Panthers. It shows there his last ten opponents. Uh, he's got his last five have been in the NFL, and then prior to that, the Colorado School of Mines, Indiana University of Pennsylvania, Slippery Rock University. University of New Haven, it, uh, it, it still is amazing to me the level, of quarter, the level of quarterbacking in the National Football League that there's so few guys. There's 32 teams, and you can't find... It feels like the league is full of guys that shouldn't be there right now. They're either... Maybe, maybe they're, their pedigree is good, but they're rookies or they're young like look at watching Bryce Young last night. He's not ready to play in the NFL. He is not NFL ready. And and Bajan shouldn't be playing. And Dobbs shouldn't be playing. It's just the league is kind of full. Like all of Dobbs had a hell of a Sunday, but still, it's uh, you would think they'd find a way to get some guys. Looking forward to now. Are the Bills are on Monday? Are the Bills in the Monday nighter? Yes, they are. Uh, yeah. Bills. Yeah. Broncos Monday night. Yeah. You call shitty game though. Denver. Yeah. Sure wouldn't want to lose that one. Uh, it, I'm going to go, I think, but it's Denver and it's almost like, well, if this doesn't seem like much of a matchup to me. But you are going to go. I like, what you're I'm going to get drunk and go. Yes. Okay, good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, Coming up next week to kick off week, I believe it'll be week 11, Thursday night football. We're going to be at Greta watching some football. The Flames have got a game that night. Pinder is doing his uh, his chicken nugget eating bet. Joe Burra and Lamar Jackson going to be on the screens. Little football, little hockey. Join us at Greta, wouldn't you? We're going to have a hell of a time. If you've not been to Greta, it's time to get there and experience the, uh, the Greta experience. 213 10th Avenue Southwest, GretaBar.com. I hope he pukes. Not Lamar Jackson, uh, Pinder. 
I hope Pinder pukes with 42 chicken nuggets. It's about time he pays up that bet. So join us at Greta coming up next Thursday to kick that off. And uh, this one here just says Rob Ray. So who knows what this could be? Jack, do you want to uh, lead us in here as to what we're looking at? Yeah, I got set this this morning. It looks like mm-hmm. Rob Ray may be leaving Rhett's house early in the morning. Let's Let's check it out. Okay, so this is like a doorbell cam. Guy is topless. He's got a bit of a big upper body there. No shirt on. <laughs> Does look like your neighborhood. What's going on? I uh, like you're in Rochester. Everything okay? Yeah. I'm on a road trip again and it's brutal. It does. He does. It looked like a mascot. Like Noodle said, it did look like a guy with the head of a mascot and no shirt on leaving your house. I don't like these jokes. It feels like it's a little too. Uh, don't talk to me about it. It was. Yeah. On the. Yeah. It's a little too much. Hey, Jack. There's other on. funny stuff on the internet. Isn't there? My you bad. don't have to always be. Apparently that is Bill Belichick, by the way, if you didn't notice. What? Yeah. <laughs> Take a look again. That's Belichick? Okay, well. What? What kind of neighborhood is Bill in? I think I need confirmation on this. It does good. I mean. Oh, good. AI. Hey, I... it, was bad. it was bad enough when he was wearing his hoodie. This is worse. Uh, that's going to do it for the Pinder Report today. Oof. This week, today, in fact, the final day of the used car clear out. There's no better time if you're looking for a pre-owned vehicle. If you've been kind of putting it off and thinking about it. Today's your day. Save up to $4,000 plus a $1,000 winter tire credit. Village currently has over 100 pre-owned in stock. The used car clear out on now ends today at village honda located in the northwest auto mall your dealership for life and online at villagehonda.com where are you finding these videos jack i don't know i just saw that online this morning it does look like him i guess so but it does also kind of look like rob ray bill Bill lives rob would have somewhere not he does say yeah like and so does Rob Ray, I'm sure. And Robert, yeah. Yeah. Uh outdoor dental, Dr. J. Patel. Now Pinder has gone for both now of his 15-minute treatments. We've been telling you about with, with outdoor dental. Now it's your it's a dental office. They do your standard dental work, except they have the Solea laser. When you use the Solea laser treatment, no uh no hooks and, and 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 hammers and chains and all the drills and all this sort of stuff there's none of that no drills no needles no stress it's the laser it's painless it's quick it's comfortable pain-free you'll be back to your day in a matter of minutes so not only do they use the laser for your dental work they also use it for your snoring treatments do you snore have you got sleep apnea i mean we're not curing your apnea but what it's going to do is it is going to reduce or eliminate your snoring. They take the laser into the soft palate at the back of your throat and tightens things up because it's all the, you know, 
it's this when this starts happening in the back of your throat um that's what makes all the noise you don't need that this tightens things up two 15 minute treatments and your snoring could be gone you sleep better you sleep more you feel better those around you feel better go to outdoor.dental that is the website dr j patel great guy his staff are awesome and Pinder has done it, done both of them. We're going to have some video evidence coming up in uh, in the next uh, week or so as to what this all looks like. And I, I hope that maybe it would not only cure him of snoring, but also eliminate or reduce the amount that he talks. But uh, Jay Patel, Dr. Jay, has not said that that's ever part of the deal. Check him out online, outdoor.dental. Find out more about it. Honestly, it is one of those things we kind of have fun with it, but this could be something that's kind of really in a way life-changing for you because without sleep your day-to-day it changes everything when you can have some quality quality sleep i uh, i would recommend it we'll find out if pinder recommends it i think he does outdoor.dental with dr j patel we'll um we'll do some uh, betway bets now the boys are uh, i see pit obviously pinder's not here and now Rhett's not here so it's uh, you know it's, um i got jack me and you jack me and you, buddy. Let's take a look at our That's Betway, it. our Betway bets, point spread picks. You go to the Betway app, you get the Betway app in your phone. NFL, bang! It's got all your games there. Got your point spreads. Maybe you want to do money line. You want to go straight up. Maybe you want player props. Maybe you want some futures bets. It's all there with Betway. There are buddies. There are partners on Barnburner and Flames Nation. So we get into our Betway football point spread picks for the upcoming week. It has not been a good run. For uh, for some of us, I had a bit of a bounce back week last week. I believe I went three and zero last week. Jack, you went zero and three last week. Yes, I did. Um, I believe which Ryan is not as good. Two and one, and Rhett went two and one. All right. So uh, where do we want to start? Get us going here, Jackie boy. Let's start with Ryan. He sent us a video in, so let's oh. let's see what he's got this week. Picks of the week, man. New England. Against Indy, neutral site game, getting a point and a half. I'll go with the Colts. Jacksonville getting three points. They got San Francisco. San Fran's not looking good right now. Three losses in a row. So that means I'm riding with the Niners. <laughs> and finally, Tennessee Tampa Bay, it is the Titans getting a point with their young quarterback against Tampa Bay. So I guess that means I got the Bucks. Very confident. Is is he hungover? Like, could he have had less energy for that? Uh, I got the. Uh, uh, I need my walking sticks, Jack. I need my walking sticks. Carrying this fucking show. It's all I do. Just get on my get on my back, boys. I got you. I'll carry you through. Uh, all right, let's take. Uh, <laughs> Let's take a look. Where who else are we going with? Here? Move on Let's to yours. Go. All Maybe right, we'll make it back. Green Bay at Pittsburgh. I love the Steelers. Oh, I don't boy. think uh, I don't think Jordan loves got it, man. I don't think loves got it. The receivers, they're yeah. I don't think it's there in Pittsburgh at home. Minus three and a half. I don't love the point five. I'd love this at minus three, but you know what, Jack? I'm feeling it anyway, so I'm going to go with Pittsburgh. Steelers minus three and a half. Tennessee at Tampa Bay. I believe the Bucs have, what, lost three in a row? Everyone's all loving Will Levis. Nope. Rookie. Settle down, everybody. 
Tampa Bay minus one at home and Atlanta at Arizona. It's the return of Kyler Murray for the Arizona uh, Cardinals. Almost said Coyotes, the Arizona Cardinals. Uh, his give a crap meter never moves off of one, one and a half. It's he's not a savior. Give me Atlanta minus one and a half. If they ever decide to include Bijan Robinson into the offense, if they ever decide to give him the ball instead of Tyler Algier, it could be scary. So I'm going to take the Falcons minus one and a half. So Bucks, Falcons, Steelers are my picks after a three and all week. Got to keep rolling. My uh, want to get over 500 this week. I sit at 11 and 13. Goosh. Who you got next? Ready you there? I see him. I'm here. Let's do it. I'm here. All right. We're Let's doing go. the point spread picks. Let's go with your picks. Do you remember your picks? It's going to be interesting because I was just going to say I forget my picks. So. <laughs> I'm going with my heart. I'm trusting in uh, Jack Attack and the Steel Curtain. Come on, Steelers. Dak Attack because he's my quarterback. So I'll go with the Cowboys over the Giants. And Denver sucks. The Bills are going to finally put up some points. So Buffalo on the Monday Nighter. Wow. I didn't realize Dallas was 17. That's a lot. It's, it's a, it, do you want to pivot? But you don't have the lines anyway. And what's on the screen is on the no. screen. That's kind of what we've agreed to. Um, you know what? That might, that might be the easiest one of all of them. Because the Giants, they yes. don't have well, Danny Dimes. Like, they we're don't second... have Tyrod. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to yeah, second guess it, but that's the one that will come through. Yeah, it'll be 21 nothing at the end of the first quarter, and you'll be like, why was I sweating this? I don't know what the problem is here. Jack, let's go, buddy. You were 0-3 last week. Let's clean it up here. Get let's yourself to get straight, straighten up here. What do you got? I'm on Pittsburgh as well with everybody else. I, let's I'm a go. Bit scared here now. Like, why are you guys on, on Pittsburgh all of a sudden? Bash Pittsburgh every week. Now everyone's betting Pittsburgh, so... It's how much, you know what, because we care about you. You've, you've brought us around. We're so fond of you. We've by, by connection, we've now become fond of the Steelers. There we go. New era in Pittsburgh, by the way, Matt Canada on the sideline there. One and oh, Pittsburgh minus three and a half. I'm on the other side of the Tennessee Tampa Bay game. I think Will Levis has looked really good. Tampa's hit or miss. I like Tennessee on the road plus one. And then Minnesota, they've won four in a row. Josh Dobbs comes in, looks really, really good in his first not start, but I guess the other guy got hurt. He came in Minnesota at home dogs plus two and a half. I like them as well. It was mostly a start because the other guy was yeah, basically out the first series or two or three. He got absolutely smoked and concussed. I don't know what to, and no, uh, now Justin Jefferson was brought off because he's off the, the IR. They have yeah. not, uh, but he's not going to play in this game. And I don't think KJ Osborne's going either. Cause he got concussed speaking of which. So hmm, interesting. It's a lot of faith in the Vikings without uh, two big weapons there, Jack. I like the Josh Dobbs, former Steelers yeah. draft pick. Look, there it is. It all comes together. Betway, get the Betway app on your phone. Play along with us. We uh, will revisit the picks, I guess, on Tuesday because on Monday, uh, it's the Monday nighter for the Bills. So we'll revisit on Tuesday and see how we did. Play along, bet the responsible way with Betway. The Betway app, it's easy. It's right there on your phone. Go to the app store and get it. And, uh, and enjoy it. Betway. Our buddies over at Betway. On the menu tonight 
for DoorDash. It always Friday feels like a DoorDash day. Maybe on Saturday because you're home all day, you maybe you're gonna cook something, or maybe on Sunday you're doing a big stew or a soup or something. But Friday we're doing stuff, we're running around, we're getting into the weekend, getting home tonight. Five o'clock Flames game. Spoiler alert. Hey, let's just DoorDash. Let's do this thing. So we'll sit down and watch the game with DoorDash. Ordering's easy. You get the app. You choose what you want. It shows up outside your front door with default contactless delivery. And for a limited time, you folks, our listeners and viewers, you'll get 25% off and zero delivery fees on your first order of $15 or more when you download the DoorDash app and enter promo code nation25 nation25 that will kick in the, uh, the the deal and the savings for you so we invite you to do it tonight there are six games in the national hockey league five o'clock start leafs flames the late games now there's only two of them i was hoping there's maybe a bit of a better a better stagger I'm not sure. Eight o'clock, Flyers and Ducks. Vegas Sharks also at eight. Neither one of those really jingle my bells. So here's what I'm telling you. What's on the menu tonight for DoorDash? Be ready for five o'clock. Flames and Leafs. Then maybe maybe you uh, you go out tonight. Have a night. It's Friday. Go and do whatever you do. Visit with people. Go and, you know, clubbing. Do people club? Whatever people do. Go out and enjoy yourself, but just make sure you door dash and then it's the flames and leaves on the menu for you starting at five o'clock. Don't forget nation 25 nation two five for 25% off your first order with DoorDash. offer valid in Canada subject to change terms apply dash that for the win with DoorDash. It's been quite a show today. Been quite a show. Rochester, California, and then me and you, Jack. Just me and you, buddy. Just me and you. Just me and you. Where does Rhett keep going? Like, is his phone dying? Is the reception just really bad wherever he is? What's going on? These are valid questions, Jack. These are all valid questions. I'll ask you, how do you feel about the Flames tonight? Mm, I don't feel very good tonight. Okay. I think Toronto's, they've, they haven't been playing very well. They're going to be at home in front of their crowd. Um their studs show up. I think the Flames lose this one. And I'm excited to hopefully see Wolf on Saturday. That's the game I'm looking forward to. Tonight, Leafs. Tomorrow, Senators. And then after a couple days, what is it, Tuesday or whatever they've got? Or so, yeah, Monday? What's What date is it? Yeah, I think it's Friday, what? Saturday, Monday. Friday, Saturday, Monday. Monday. It'll be, uh, sorry, it's Tuesday. Friday, it's Saturday. They're off Sunday, Monday. Tuesday, the 14th. It'll be another five o'clock start as it'll be uh, the Habs and then a tight turn. You hate these, the, the way the schedule works. So they play Tuesday against Montreal, come home through the night into the Wednesday. Then they've got Vancouver at home on Thursday, the Islanders on Saturday, and then they're back in the road again, Seattle, Nashville, Dallas, Colorado. Playing, you play back to back. Oof. Dallas, Colorado on the road, come home on Sunday, again, early hours of Sunday, host Vegas on Monday. Mm. It's not ideal. Yeah, it seems like their schedule, the second half of November here, gets a little crazy. I feel like they play well tonight, but I'm kind of with you. This I kind of, I'm having just visions, because wasn't it last year, they played pretty well, and yeah. then Nylander scores in overtime. I, don't, I can't remember if Vladar was in on that game. 
it just feels like one of those one of those kind of games to me anyway but um it's canadian teams i i do love the fire they're not happy in toronto they're not happy in ottawa we know what's going on in edmonton it's uh it's compelling theater for sure regardless really? of whether you're you're on team tank or you want them to win or you think they're better than what they've been flames flames hockey one more uh, little thing to do here and then we'll let you get on with your weekend you got big plans for your weekend jack what do you got going on not much i got the post game show tonight and tomorrow i believe they're earlier games so get out of there around nine i think we're going bowling saturday night oh exciting really yeah are you doing the uh the the five or the ten pin ten pin always ten pin attaboy shit yeah attaboy um Afterburner, yeah, Afterburner tonight. Who have we got doing the Afterburner? Because Pinder's, you know, we're doing. Uh, so who's uh, yeah, doing the tonight? Afterburner? It will be Danny and Pike, and tomorrow as well. Danny Austin, Ryan Pike doing the Afterburner tonight and tomorrow. We appreciate them. Make sure you watch as soon as the game is over. Flop over to uh, well, right where you are right now. Unless you're listening on the podcast, we'll be live on the YouTube channel with some post game inside our show called Afterburner, which you may not even know is a thing. We maybe don't do a good enough job telling you about Afterburner, but after every Flames game on our YouTube channel, we go with full post-game coverage. You, you lo- these opinions that are so great you get here, you can also get them after uh, after the game as well. This episode of Barnburner, sponsored by BetterHelp. Give online therapy a try at betterhelp.com slash flamesnation and get on your way to feeling and being your best self. As men, we tend to bottle things up. We don't talk about feelings or any of that touchy-feely stuff. We just don't do it. And I think that we're getting better at it because we realize that that's not what it is. It's about just trying to feel better. It's okay to feel good. You don't need to live inside your own head. Talk to some people about it. And you hear, if you need help, talk to someone. Okay, well, who do I talk to? What, what do you, that's well and good, but what are you, this is exactly what we're talking about. It can be intimidating, and sometimes you just don't even know where to go. It's BetterHelp. We want you to give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient and flexible, suited to your schedule. You fill out a brief questionnaire to get things started, and you'll get matched with a licensed therapist. If you need to switch therapists, if the fit isn't right, you can do that at any time for no additional charge. Therapy helps to identify what the challenges are that you're facing. And then you start building some strategies and coping skills, ways to become the best version of yourself. Rather than it just keep getting worse and worse and spiraling, you're going to be able to find a way to dig yourself out or at least predict when things are coming so you can steer yourself in the right direction. Make your brain your friend. With BetterHelp, visit betterhelp.com slash flamesnation today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P.com slash flamesnation. That'll do it for the program today. We appreciate you for being a part of it. We've had a lot of people in with what's going on between Edmonton, Calgary, everything that's going on. Uh, Our numbers, our views, our downloads have been huge, and we really do appreciate you for it. We kind of joke around, and I can have a moment here because no one else is here. Um, We're in a year two of this project that we're doing here, and it's been a learning experience. We've we've learned a lot. There have been some ups and downs, but, man, we're here in a year two, and... We sure appreciate you guys, all of you, for watching and listening and supporting. We hear from the sponsors that you guys are going out 
and supporting them. You're bringing us up when you're in their place of business. That's awesome for them. It's awesome for us. And uh, we're just, we're trying to have fun. We want this to be a fun thing. And it is, it has been fun and it keeps getting more and more enjoyable. We've got our trip to Arizona. We've got some things planned around Christmas. We've got stuff coming in the new year. More sponsors, sponsors on board allows us to do more stuff for you guys and to include you guys, which is what this is all about. So have yourself a fine weekend. Take care of yourself. Keep punching. Darn right. Have a great weekend. We'll be back with you on Monday. See you, buddies. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.